Hello, welcome to another week of Makeup, Masking, and Murder. This week, I have an awesome guest. She's actually roommates with one of our favorite guests, Brooke Kerrig. I've got Kendra Hesimovich. Hi, guys. How are you? I'm good. You good. know, it's a little early for me this morning. I know. got my coffee. So we're Saturday good. morning. We, <laughs> yeah. what, do you, what do you have over there? What are you drinking? This is just a black nitro cold brew. Mm. Have you had the, the Starbucks cold brew with the almond cinnamon it's like almond milk cinnamon foam yes that's if i want to treat myself that's what i go to for sure yeah Yeah. also all those um fall ones coming out i'm not a big you're not i'm not in with all those fall it's too sweet too Mm -hmm. much spice i I like it pretty plain so one of my friends recently he got the um there's like a cold brew with like a foam that has pumpkin in it mm-hmm. and i'm like that's that's subtle enough for me you might have to try that okay. one that one's good because okay, it's give not it a go. it's not like pumpkin sweat because yeah that gives me a stomach ache yeah i like it's the so first sweet. sip and then i'm like mm-hmm. one sip and one sip and good. i'm done it's good I'm out. so <laughs> great. maybe that foam would be the move great go. so we went to dinner a couple weeks ago best place in salt lake yes. honestly yeah um austria more it's oh cr- incredible yeah incredible Oh, have you gone since we went? I haven't, but I'm craving it. So yeah. I will be going. I have soon. reservations for next week. <laughs> oh so my gosh, excited. Um, you guys need to check it out. It's so good. What what was your favorite dish? Because we, we got dishes for the table. We loaded up. We shared. I think my favorite was the one that you got, The their signature dish. Their signature the dish. The Austria More. Oh, it gosh. was, oh, that's like, I have dreams about that. Yeah. It was so yeah, good. That burrata. That, oh, oh, yeah. So good. <laughs> so yeah, we went to dinner and we just start talking and... And Kendra's just got all these great stories that we'll get into. Um, but yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself. So I am originally from Chicago, Illinois. I've been out here in Salt Lake for about three years. Actually, it's exactly three years. And Happy birthday. Congrats. Yes. Happy anniversary. <laughs> anniversary in Utah. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, and I work here as an RN in a critical care unit. Uh, so I specialize in intensive care. Cool. And you're actually about to leave us, though, right? I am. I'm excited. Um, I'm going to be, it's always kind of been a goal of mine to start travel nursing. Uh, so now's, now's the time. I've got the experience under my belt. I'm ready to, basically, you just work through an agency, take mm-hmm. some short-term contracts all over the country where they're in, like, a short need for nurses. So I'll be kind of a vagabond for a while, I guess. That's I won't really so have, have a home, but yeah. that's kind of, weirdly, that's kind of always what I've wanted to do. So I'm, I'm excited for you. Thank that's you. Awesome. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you're at the perfect time. Have Has there been a lot more need for it with like Corona and stuff? Definitely. It's kind of sparked this, um, a big demand for this uh, new kind of area uh, called like crisis nursing. Mm-hmm. It always had crisis contracts available, you know, when there's major crises all over yeah. the country but um, there's a lot of these crisis openings and basically you're needed on super short term you have um, pretty much a week before you fi- they post this job and you have mm-hmm. to start working uh, and th- it's short term like four to eight week contracts yeah. and you just kind of That's so fun. have to go and there you- fast and get thrown into you know yeah. where they have this really high need for nurses for these really sick patients so yeah yeah. Oh, um, and what kind of, what, what, like, what floor do you, I don't know if you can say this and we can cut it out, but what kind of nursing do you do? Like, yeah. what? So it's critical care. Oh, okay. Um, so okay. the ICU intensive care unit. Oh, okay. So we're working with the patients. Um, my ICU is a mixed ICU. So we see everything. We see mm-hmm. the surgical, um, the cardiovascular, the neuro, a little mix of everything, but they're really sick patients. They, on the vents, on multiple drips, Mm -hmm. whether it's short-term or long-term, we just support them through that. 
That's so hard, but thank you for getting out there and doing yeah, the work. Of course. And it's amazing. So let's go into our product spotlights. So I today brought this primer that I love. And to be honest, I kind of think of it as like a skin care step because when even when I'm like not wearing makeup, I'm almost like I need to throw this on. So it's Too Faced Hangover RX Replenishing Face Primer and it has coconut water, probiotic based ingredients and skin revivers. It's silicone free. Here you can smell it. You can even put a little on your hand yeah, and feel it. But it's I'm like very refreshing. This. And this is like something that I've been buying for years and probably just will never change. Like very oh, yeah. fresh. It feels great. Doesn't it feel good? Like it's yeah. like silky. It's because I just don't love... Do you use a primer? I, I don't. And, like, as soon as you mentioned that, like, you use this as, like, a skincare yeah. step, too, I'm like, yeah. hmm, maybe I'd this, be interested in, like, a primer. I think this is something like that. that would be good for a lot of people, because mm-hmm. I don't like the silicone base. I mean, there's yeah. a time and a place for them, and, like, people who have, like, deeper pores or, like, scars or stuff like that, like, mm-hmm. that's great for, but I don't know. I just think this is, like, a very well-rounded, awesome, and it smells so good both of us nice. yeah. <laughs> um yeah, so you can great. get this at sephora ulta just wherever they sell two-faced and it's it's 35 for this bottle which mm-hmm. is like i don't know it's a smaller bottle but you don't use that much like you use like one pump and mm-hmm. can cover your whole face um but they also will usually do like a value size which i'm like go for it it's huge and it lasts you like a year so that is my I honestly think I've probably mentioned it before on the podcast but like that's how much I love it. It's such a good one. So, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, mine it's so hard to pick one. It is. It is, but so I picked this one kind of tying into everything going on and mm-hmm. like me being a nurse because yeah. my skin has changed so much with like the whole the masking up. Yep. Um so I have to wear surgical mask for my whole shift. Um, and when I do have, uh, occasionally have Corona patients and in that instance, I have to wear the N95 for like mm-hmm. hours at a time. Yeah. So sweating, um, that mask with mm-hmm. all those, like there's like glue and formaldehyde I heard in these surgical oh, masks. No. So just yeah. all the things that are terrible for your skin. So my skin's always like, my skin type has always been sensitive and mm-hmm. like combination. So I get oily, but I get really bad dry spots Yeah, and the dream. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> There's nothing that makes it happy. And it's always worked out where less is more for my skin until all of this started. Like, now I have to do, like, my skincare routine is totally different just to kind of stay on top of everything. Um, So what I brought in today, it's uh, by Ren Clean Skincare. Okay. I've used their products before. Like, I love their stuff. Um, And this is their overnight recovery balm. Okay. Um, So I use this at night. It's, um, yeah, it's it's like an uh, oil-based, but it feels silkier so you just kind of like melt it you can try it so you like melt a little on your finger just kind of rub it on um it feels like really silky and it uh calms oh my, my skin down amazingly it smells so good yeah it's, it's so yeah so do you feel like it just like helps with like redness or just like any reaction yeah so i get home and my skin will be just really red and i'll just have these dry patches um and so after i do my normal skincare routine uh where now i used to just do like face wash lotion mm-hmm. now i do like face wash toner serum moisturizer like spot cream <laughs> after all that like my skin is like angry yeah um so i put this on i go to sleep wakes up like Mm -hmm. it just immediately like feels better i have uh, my cheeks have been getting really red i've noticed that goes down a lot with this 
Um, so it's been a savior. And I, I do have very like acne prone skin. And this, mm-hmm. I was worried about this being kind of like oil based, yeah. but it does not make my skin break out anymore. Amazing. So um, where do you buy it? I get it at Sephora. Okay. And I've used, so I've used this, um, even this line before their Ever Calm, which is okay. for sensitive skin. I've okay. used their um, like daily moisturizer and their rescue mask. And okay. I really like the rescue mask in the winter. Um, mm-hmm. I ski a lot. So the wind mm-hmm. burn and the cold, yeah. you get those red, like red, red angry cheeks. Yeah. And yeah, that, yeah. it helps great with that. So I can't Amazing. wait to start using this this winter because I've only used this for a couple months now. Yeah. But, so but. is it like an everyday thing? I use it every day. Okay. Um, I, I think like it says whenever your skin's in need of like all of us all so, the time right now. Yeah. <laughs> like mine's every day. <laughs> Yesterday I had the day off and I was like, you know, what? I don't even want to leave the house because I don't want to put on a mask. <laughs> like, yeah. Like I just feel like skin's just been so wrecked. I'm going to tell you my favorite kind of little tip right now because are you mm-hmm. not taking you're not taking your mask off at all. Right. Pretty much. No. no. So which when I'm on set, I'm not either. And it's like those long days, too. But I've talked about this on another episode. But have you heard of like the peace out like acne patches? They're little stickers. I have seen them. OK, so if you have something acting up like uh-huh. so mask isn't rubbing against it. I just wear those under my mask and it's like no one can see. So That's... I just wear them all day. So if you have like something that's really irritated and bothering yeah, you what a tip that's yeah great. it's kind of yeah. the way to go yeah. <laughs> so. it's like a double-edged sword because it's like mm-hmm. the mask definitely has made my face angry and created some issues yeah. but also you can hide it's some. covered you can hide i know some i know it's like well i guess but you can't have one without the other yeah. so <laughs> interesting interesting well awesome thank you i'm excited to try that out is this like a clean skincare yep. brand like yes amazing red. it says a right red clean skin clean skincare they they know their audience that's mm-hmm. so Awesome. <laughs> well, great. So, yeah, I'm excited to get into your stories. So, I, ju- I just remember specifically when we were at dinner, you were mentioning like these paranormal kind of experiences that you had seen at work. And yeah, I just, let's get into it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, obviously, uh, working in the hospital, I have worked, uh, I do 50 50. So, I do half day shifts and half night okay. shifts. Do you uh, prefer one over the other? it's day shifts are crazy and busy. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's always nice to kind of transition to nights, which are definitely a lot more mellow and chilled out. But mm-hmm. I, I like aspects of both. So yeah. Yeah. So, Amazing. Yeah. But night shifts is when things when definitely things get, get a little, up. a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's a story from just a couple months back, um, that we had this very sick patient, and uh, she was on, you know, multiple medications that were she was on the breathing machine mm-hmm. on a ventilator mm-hmm. um, and multiple medications that were kind of keeping her sedated to keep her comfortable on mm-hmm. that and to keep her lungs OK and kind of support her through this. This wasn't. Um, did she have Corona? Or was yeah. It, oh, it was because yeah. of that. Oh. So uh, oh. she also because um, her lungs kind of she was in her lungs were so poor off at this point, we had to do uh, put her in what we call a prone bed. Okay. Um, what is that? You basically have the patients um, flipped on their stomach. It's a special bed, oh. a specialized bed that flips this patients onto their stomach. Um, and it's a special therapy we do. And it helps uh, patients with really sick lungs um, oh, okay. and ha- they have better results from it. Okay. So she spent weeks uh, sedated on this ventilator in this bed that had her on her stomach, kind of yeah. like flipping from side to side. Uh, we eventually were able to. Uh, flip her back to being on her back, wake her up from all the sedatives, Mm -hmm. uh, extubate her and um, wake her up essentially. And she she 
got better. Oh, good. Yeah, it was, yay, it was yay. An ama- it's an amazing story. She yeah. was very sick and, and turned she, out good. So. Was she, like, age range? 50s. Oh, yeah. So Yeah, she... Not, yeah. not, not super old. No, she uh, had so much life to live still, so I'm yeah, glad she's yeah. moving forward. Uh, but so when she woke up, um, she was saying some funny things mm-hmm. and it's not super unexpected for a patient that's sedated that long in an ICU you know they're not seeing they don't have any sort of sleep wake cycle they're mm. working through all these meds so it's we call it ICU delirium it's like mm-hmm. a clinical diagnosis it it happens okay. so so what does take, that really mean though so patients will just wake up and be a little wacky they're just yeah. like they don't know where they are they are well yeah like i yeah. can't imagine how like disorienting mm-hmm. that would be yeah and so it's just kind of this acute confusion stage okay um and so she was say, like saying some weird things doing some weird things um but she started talking specifically about how she would leave her body during oh. these couple of weeks okay and first, you know, the first time you hear that, you're like, okay, okay, yeah, yeah right. What are yeah. you talking? But she was like, she could tell that we were like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. And she was like, no, I'm serious. I know she was able to recall um, certain things. So she said that she would leave her body and she saw the bed that we had her in, that prone oh. bed. She's like, you had me. I don't remember exactly how she de- described it, but she was like, she described her how she looked like this rotisserie pig, which is... Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> on I mean, spin. Said, you do. It, it is on this so like spin. Okay. Yeah. It's like this spherical bed. Okay. And you just strap the patient and in then and it flip co- them over and it kind of will rotate side like to side. Constantly? Or constantly. Like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then you can, and it will flip them all the way back over onto their mm-hmm. back so you can do certain cares because there's obviously okay. stuff you can't do when they're face down. Yeah. Also, I have another question. Sorry, this is like medical, but I have heard of when people are like in a bed for that long and I never thought of this, but but it's like they'll be bruised because oh, all yeah. the organs mm-hmm. and bones and everything just settling. So does it help with that as well? And like it does. We still have to do. Big... We do this um, prophylactic. We kind of put all this padding on oh, them, okay. but on yeah. all those pressure points just to prevent Got any it. of that because okay. it's so hard to prevent that. Yeah. Those pressure really. Well, I'm sure injuries. it happens yeah. to every single mm-hmm. patient. But the, the rotating the bed definitely helps definitely versus helps. if they're just completely flat mm-hmm. on their stomach. Okay. Okay. Um, so she said that she saw herself in oh that gosh. bed, which is the craziest thing because we, um, to get, before we even took her off the sed- sedatives, mm-hmm. we had put her back in a regular bed. Okay. So, so she yeah. was like completely put in, um, what people call like a medical coma, like mm-hmm. completely under. So wow. she was back in a regular bed before she was ever like awake. Um, so she really should have never seen that bed or known what it looked like. Yeah. Uh, so she was describing that. And then we were like, okay, maybe she might be on to something. Yeah. And then she was, um, another nurse came in to help me and she was like, I know you. She's like, one night I left my room and I was walking the halls and I saw you right out at this desk. And she was like, you were listening to, and she said the song the nurse was what? listening to. Wait, I just got and it chills. Was, and it was nowhere near, like, she was nowhere. There was no way she could have. Full body chills. There's no way she could have heard. Yeah. Um, And so me and this nurse are looking at each other like, like, oh, what? And so then we're, you know, we're kind of asking her. We're like, oh, so you would just. Just wander. Wander. She's like, for weeks. And she's like, I would go up to your faces and scream in your faces because I don't know why nobody heard me. 
She's like, I, and this, Did okay. she think she was awake? Like, no, because she could she, see herself. Yeah, she okay. knew she, but she, I mean, obviously, she's never had the experience. She was probably hoping that she could reach out to someone. Yeah. Um, and she was like, I would walk the halls and just scream in your faces because there was another, there was a man that would go around the unit and would feed on people. And oh, yeah, I know. I'm like getting gosh. chills thinking about Look it. Look at my like, legs. Look at my the hair. So, st- yeah, that, I need to shave my legs. I was like, <laughs> just, just waited to pull that little part out until oh the very end. Oh, my gosh. Here. So that's, she was like, I would see this man walking around eating people. And I just was trying to get your attention and scream in your face and ask why you're not stopping this, why you're <gasps> not seeing this. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> girl. <laughs> So what did you guys say to that? We, I mean, I kind of was like, wow, I'm I'm sorry I did, I never Couldn't saw hear you. her. Like, and I'm like, that's crazy. Did I, this guy try to talk to her at all when she was in this no, state? No, he or? would just walk around. Oh, did she describe him at all? He didn't really have like a face. Yeah. Is kind of mm-hmm. what she, yeah. Feels right. It was like more, he, she described more kind of like a creature, like. Oh. Yeah. Like. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. That was one of the recent ones. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And so some spooky things, you know, are kind of always happening. Mm -hmm. Um, You'll just get just like subtle things. Like you'll always get like a random chill at night if you're in a room or just hear a weird noise, which could be anything. But yeah, uh, yeah, we've had a couple other patients um, just recently, like within the last month I had. Uh, two patients. One was, you know, baseline had some confusion. So again, mm-hmm. a patient, you take everything that they say with a grain of salt. Um, and then one that was like completely oriented, mm-hmm. was sharp as a tack, knew exactly where she was, what was going on, mm-hmm. wasn't saying anything funny. Um, and so my confused patient brought up to me, he's like, there is a patient, there's a little boy like out in the halls. He's walking around, he comes into my room sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right. You're like, sure. Yeah, sure. (laughs) And, but then my other patient, the one that was completely oriented, like, called me into her room in the middle of the night. And she was like, this little boy won't go away. Can you tell him to go away? Oh. Did she think it was like a real little, like a real She saw, yeah, she was seeing like a full. She's like, what is this kid wandering the hall? Yeah. She was like, why is he in my room? Was Why? she like pointing at him? Yes, and you like see at anything? The, yes, I could not like, you know. And yeah. I think just from her saying that, I got the chills. Like I yeah. couldn't tell if I was like sensing anything or just yeah. like just from what she was saying mm-hmm. and like freaking. I kind of feel like they go hand in hand. It's almost like you get yeah. this like recognition of yeah. like the energy around you, and it's just like, uh, mm-hmm. like uh, okay. Um. So what what did you say to her? What do you say in that situation? Like, do you pretend like you can see it and be like, yeah, I'll take no, it? Like, no, 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 no. I'm just like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you're seeing like a little boy, but I'm here right now. There's no like, I don't yeah, see. Yeah, I don't see it. Like, was and she, then you just she seem like frustrated. A little bit. Yeah, she was like mad that I didn't. Like, she was like, well, he's here, oh. and I felt bad because I'm like. I know you're with it. Like, yeah. I can't, like I'm sorry that I'm making you feel crazy, yeah. but I really don't see this. And there's boy. nothing I can do. But oh my gosh. so yeah. have you had like experiences of like nurse, other nurses seeing things or? Oh, totally. Um, lots of nurses have stories, uh, but we have this one nurse in particular on the unit that she is definitely um, she's she's a little out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
But she has this weird, like, sixth sense. Okay. Like, she, um, and she brings it up to you very, like, after she knows you for a while, she'll okay. just, like. She's not, like, running around telling this, like, big story. So I've known, I've known this nurse for a while, and um, she kind of starts, you, she starts to tell me how she can, like, see um, family members in a patient's room, or she can tell mm-hmm. sometimes if we have someone really sick, uh, if they're like out of their body. And she's had, oh. she's actually had patients like before she's even had them like visit her at her home. Oh, yes, like that would feel. She sees. Jarring. Oh, she's yeah. like I see them all. It's like it's not yeah, just the yeah, hospital. Yeah. She's like yeah. this is something like I've I've had my whole life. life. Okay, um, but obviously working in a hospital, you probably encounter, even more. Yeah, yeah. And, and just yeah, so. She's told me, you know, some some stories, but it's always I go to her a lot when I work with her um, and I have a very sick patient. Like I know, you know, I've I've been working really hard um, working on different medications, different nursing interventions, Mm -hmm. just trying to keep this patient stable throughout the night. And I kind of, you know, I I've through her have really gotten in tune with my own gut instinct. It's weird how I think we all kind of have this like. Mm-hmm. intuition and I don't know where it comes from maybe it is from kind of like spirits and guides yeah. as weird yeah. as it is to say um but I can kind of through working with her and knowing what she's seen kind of hone in on my own intuition and I'm like hey can you can you come into this room mm-hmm. I want you to tell I was like do you see this uh, has any of the family started to come yet mm-hmm. like is the patient still in their body um and weirdly enough I mean she you know, family starts coming when they're getting real sick. And mm-hmm. and then she, if the patients, you know, sometimes you're like, they're really, really sick. Um, and you don't know if you're going to get them through it. And she'll be like, no, they're, they're still in their body. And they'll, sure enough, they'll pull through. Or she's mm-hmm. like, they're they're not in their body anymore. And so it's it's really interesting. She knows. Like, we, yeah. we had this one very sick patient come in. Um, and she said the night that he came in she was like he's not gonna make it Aww. and he weirdly he he made it through that night mm-hmm. he he made it and he was progressing and progressing and she was still pretty adamant he, she's like he's not he's gonna not make it, it. Mm-hmm. and we got this guy um he was looking great we extubated him so took him off the breathing machine to room air so he wasn't even needing oxygen wow. he was looking really good he was off all of these like critical medications that were keeping him alive was like walking and he actually ended up did passing away super suddenly and unexpectedly wow before like before he got out of the icu but we were all like heck yeah like Like we we saved this guy he looks great like kathy you were actually wrong this time (laughs) but honestly like what a like what a kind of curse i'm sure that yeah i I don't know has she ever described what these people look like because like i've met people who have these gifts and they like one described it to me she's like i can never actually like see like their faces or like them it's almost like when you kind of feel like you see something out of the corner of your eye that's what it was like but is she do you know is she like actually like seeing these people and what they look like or these spirits or she does not usually see faces no 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 interesting she has like the like one of the patients that recently visited her at her home Mm -hmm. she knew enough of what he looked like that she hadn't had this patient before she was never Mm -hmm. in and she got enough of she was like i don't see faces like i can't like yeah like is it almost more like a figure or is it just like kind of 
I want, this sounds so creepy, but almost like a blurred face. It, I think it's more blurred because she okay. was able to recognize like this person that showed up at her house yeah. when she got to work that day. She's like, this okay. this person was yeah. visited me. Interesting. And so that was also before we knew how sick this patient was. Mm-hmm. And they ended up not making it either. Yeah. So it was very weird that like at that time, at the beginning of all this, when we were still kind of working through everything, thought, you know, there was a chance for this person that that patient had visited yeah. her. Yeah. And yeah. Well, and that's just like so interesting that like, I don't know, I guess I've never really thought of the concept, even though I have, but I don't know. I just haven't thought about it like this. I don't know. I believe that like we can totally like have our, you know, soul, spirit, whatever, in a different place than our body. But like mm-hmm. same place, same time, like two, almost like two versions of you. That's what's like wild. Because did he come in like unconscious? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So do you think it's just one of those things? I mean, I guess none of us know, but when they're unconscious, they're able to leave. Yeah. We're able I to think leave our bodies. When, I, I think so. I think mm-hmm. whether it's um, even medically induced or if it's like on mm-hmm. their own, like yeah. body is natural. Yeah. Like, comatose state i think it heightens like an ability to kind of to kind of step out of there leave your yeah so that's so interesting and wow wow well thank you these are great stories um (laughs) yeah i'm i'm so happy to have you and thank you for like coming and sharing these do you have any I think those were kind of the few we talked about. Yeah, and those, those are, are really those are the big ones. Like I said, yeah. tons of little things mm-hmm. and tons of probably you know past moments and stories that patients have told me that I'm like the kind queen of, repre- of repressing yep. things that scare me. So I'm like yeah. back in my mind, forget oh, about yeah. them. Oh yeah. <laughs> Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming and good luck with all of your new ventures. I'm so excited. I'm so glad I got you in before you move and start this new. Yeah, this worked out. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Okay. Thank you guys for listening and don't forget to go to Apple Podcasts and rate and review and have a good week. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. This episode of Make a Masking and Murder was brought to you by me, your host, Abby Evans, with special thanks to our amazing production manager, Brad Newfeld. Our theme song and music are written by David Evanhoff, owner of David Evanhoff Sound Designs, with vocals by the amazing Emily Starr and David Evanhoff. Thank you to this amazing team and all of our wonderful guests. And don't forget to go rate and review on Apple Podcasts and visit us on Instagram at, at Make a Masking and Murder. And we will see you next week.